It's our bonus episode, season one recap, and uh, going to take a look at some of the Tracy Almond shorts in this episode and this cold open of Shane's impression, whatever he has for us, brought to you by Raisin Bran, the cereal that nobody likes except old people because it helps them poo. Shane, take it away. Well, I'll be a hog's mother brother. I'm in a spaceship. Your cable TV is experiencing difficulties. Please do not panic. Resist the temptation to read or talk to loved ones. Do not attempt sexual relations, as years of TV radiation have left your genitals withered and useless. When did Cletus get on a spaceship? Uh, I believe he was abducted by mistake. Uh, yeah, Kane Kodos. What was that? That was... I think it was Trios over 4. I don't remember him going... Was it the one where they abduct... It's not the... It's not the Clinton Dole one, right? I don't... Maybe it was. Because uh, Kane Kodos' line right after that is, Listen well, Earthling. You and your family uh, unit are now prisoners of Rigel 4. And we will therefore be probed, studied, eaten, and broken down for parts. Yeah. Wow, I am totally drawing a blank on that one. But anyways... (laughs) We'll get uh, to that, I guess, eventually. Yeah, we will get to that eventually. We'll get to our first Trios of Horror in in the very near future as well. But uh, this one's going to be a little bit of a special episode because we have uh, some awards to hand out in our Season 1 recap. We're going to be giving out awards such as uh, the best one-off character, best episode, worst episode, a couple other ones in there uh, as well. Plus, we're going to do something a little different, and we're going to take a look at the first 10 of the Simpsons skits that aired on the Tracy Ullman show uh, beginning in 1987. So each season at the end, we're going to take a look at them and kind of see how they uh, progressed as a, as a nice little bonus uh, treat. But as we usually do here on Simpsons episode by episode, uh, let's discuss Shane's music choice for the end of Some Enchanted Evening, episode 13. You, you picked Flaming Moe's because I asked for something nice and, and happy, and that's just one of those yeah, songs that is. makes you smile, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, obviously just complete uh, ripoff, but it's uh, it really it works really well for Flaming Moe's. Yeah, they, they really did do some good. They, they kind of had their inner weird out. I wonder if he was a, an inspiration at all, right? Because they do do, I think, more mm. parody songs in the earlier days. Um but a solid choice. I really appreciated that one. Um, last Albert episode two, liked it too. Yeah, there was, uh, we got into some hardcore chocolate talk uh, last episode too, right? Oh we, yeah, I like, to, I like to eat. And I was really curious to see what our listeners thought uh, on our Twitter page at Simpsons underscore EBE, what their least uh, favorite chocolate bar was. Because you know what? The, the, the ones that uh, everyone likes usually the same. So I was, I was curious to see uh, what it would be. So the winner coming in with 54.5% of the uh, vote for the, the ass award for the ass chocolate bar bounty, the coconut one. All right. That's fair enough. I'm glad other people feel similar. Yeah. There were some votes for crunchy, some votes for crispy crunch. Uh, There were also, uh, a couple of write-ins. One of the ones that got, intrigued me um, the most uh, at the Roar Four said uh, the worst thing um, is uh, 
the Feastables chocolate by the YouTube star Mr. Beast. You ever heard of this one? Oh, yes, I do. You know, Mr. Beast has some entertaining videos there. Uh, was it when he rebuilds like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory? That was, yeah, he did like his own version of Squid Game and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, huge, hundreds of millions of views. But, uh, I think those chocolate bars are only available in the States. Um, yes, they are. But if they taste like ass, then oh well. Yeah, the, at the Roar 4, when I asked him a little bit more about it, he said, uh, it's real bad if you are going to try one, make sure that you are near a restroom. So I don't know if that means it's coming up from the front or the back, but somehow it's right. uh, it's coming up. So uh, sorry, Mr. Beast, you make some cool videos, but uh, your chocolate apparently tastes like... We will never uh, be um, able to eat such bars unless we buy them from yeah. eBay. Yeah, or make our way down to... Uh, to maybe buffalo shout out to buffalo buffalo new york keeping it like 1989 to the present day you ever go buffalo it, you just you're right back in 1989 nothing that's a, exactly how i pictured everybody in 1989 and they just stayed there um Most pretty Canadians del- just go there to shop yeah keep, keep it up buffalo shout out for uh being so dilapidated uh and having so many shanties um, and being really close and having so many snacks yes because we can we go to target have- we had Target up here in Canada for a bit, and it was really, really bad. Uh, so oh, yeah. thanks for thanks for thank you for Target. So let's just like jump right in. We're not going to do our typical rating thing or anything like that with uh, the Tracy Ullman shorts because they're 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 shorts, right? They're they're not really yeah, a like lot to dive into. Long. Yeah, yeah, we can. Uh, I'll, I'll give like a real quick history, Shane. You know what? Actually, get out your phone or if you have All a right. watch on or something like that, and you can time me because I'm going to give a, a real quick history about how the Simpsons came to be uh, on the Tracy Allman show. I just, I guess the Simpsons in general. So tell me when, tell me, uh, tell me when to go. All right. In three, two, one, go. Okay. So James L. Brooks, he was a producer on the Tracy Allman show, which is a sketch show kind of, I think the best way to describe it, like a, a primitive mad TV, kind of like even shittier mad TV. Sorry, Tracy Allman, but it's true. Um, so James L. Brooks came to Matt Granning. He's like, Hey man, I need some cartoon sketches. Uh, Matt Granning goes, Oh, I got life in hell. Cause James knew about that. He's like, no, but you can't do that. Or you're going to have to give up the rights. Matt's like, Oh, screw this. So kind of on the fly, pretty much. He creates a dysfunctional family kind of based around his own family. Uh, he replaces his own name, Matt with Bart. And there you go. You have the Simpsons, uh, in a nutshell of how they came to be. How long was that? I think that was just under 40 seconds. I think it was like, uh, 36. Something like that. There you go. There's your official 36 seconds. Very impressive. Uh, and history. we all learned something today. We did. Probably not, but maybe you did. Yeah, maybe. Um, I, I haven't happy. seen most of these shorts. Um, no, I've only yeah. seen like two or three. So uh, mm, this will be pretty much new to me. Yeah. Yeah. So, these didn't come on like the season one DVD, um, like anything like that. You'd have to go and seek these out if you really mm-hmm. wanted to watch them. Uh that being said, since season one's over, just a quick quick snippet. The uh, hopefully the mo- I don't know. Maybe some people listening are only the Disney Plus generation. You've never like had the Simpsons DVD or Blu-ray, uh, but the season one DVD, the DVD menus are pretty lackluster in comparison to how intricate they get later on. Um, like the DVD gags later on in the Simpsons series, uh, they get pretty good. Season one, I'd give like basically a D for effort. <laughs> Your classic five rating. Yeah. And the box art is very, also very plain. Um, 
later on in the series, they get a lot more intricate uh, with how the discs are labeled and how everything is kind of like, I appreciate good packaging. Let's just say that. So, it, it, Me too. It, and it makes me kind of reminisce about uh, ticket design. I was always a big fan of uh, concert or sports tickets that had like neat designs on them and stuff like that. I felt the same way about the design of uh, like the Simpsons DVDs, the King of the Hill DVDs, the South Park DVDs that I had growing up. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll dive into a little bit. There's not really kind of, you no. already kind of said, it, there's not really a lot to say about season one. So maybe as we go forward in our season two, three, and so on recaps, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the box art and the, uh, DVD gags and stuff like that, but you know what, let's just do it. Let's just jump right in, uh, to the Tracy Almond shorts in three, two, one, let's go. So just before we get started and really dig into these, uh, we're going to do the first 10. So there's 48 total. So at yep. the end of each season, we're going to do 10 until we get to obviously season five or whatever. And then we can do eight. And then we're going to have to figure out something else because obviously we only have a limited number to go on. So the first 10 here, the first one, good night. Uh, it's called, you've probably actually seen, there's no intro for these or anything either. It just gets right into it from how it aired on the sketch show. Uh, this one you've probably seen cause it was on the 138th episode spectacular and they kind of are a little bit meta that this isn't really funny. They're just kind of like, would you just kind of call them family situations maybe? Uh, yeah, maybe people that perhaps people at that time, just the animation was kind of funny. Like, yeah. It, maybe like, just, it just fell. It's, it's basically a, it's a PRC. Like for those, in the, like basically it's just there to fill time. Yeah, maybe it like because it was a real family and not the Jetsons or the Flintstones that you know were in this time period. Um, maybe that was kind of cool or something. I don't know, but uh, I've I've only seen a couple of these, so some of these are going to be brand new to me. Um, yeah, I've heard they're not very funny, so let's see if they're actually funny. Let's just get right into it. So here's Good Night. All right, this is the one that starts off with Bart in bed. Uh, He's talking to Homer as he's going. Good night. Yep, here we go. Well, good night, son. Um, Dad? Yeah? What is the mind? Is it just Animation a is definitely of impulses? Cheaper. Or yeah, Bart's is it face something is off. Tangible? His hair Relax. is off. Homer's... What is mind? No matter. What is matter? Never mind. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Good night, son. Homer's voice is still pretty close. It's night, close. The laugh Lisa. is really close. Good night, yeah. Mom. Sweet dreams. Barton and Lisa's Mom. voice are pretty close. Sleep tight. I will, Mom. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Slightly creepy. Bed yeah. Bugs? The way uh, Julie did March here is pretty creepy. Goodbye, baby. In the treetop. When the wind The visual here of Maggie actually being in the tree is kind of neat. Yeah. When the bow breaks, the cradle will fall. But you, you're right, Julie's delivery here is much still really creepy. Yeah, it's very soft. It's like something you would get from a horror movie. When something crazy is happening. Like some narration. Maggie just became the same size in her crib as Bart and Lisa, like when she's lying down. We may be the best parents in the world. Look at that bed. Good night, dear. Good night. Nothing to worry about. Now everyone. Why is Homer wearing a dress shirt in bed? Good night. Um, 
Because you couldn't show skin? I don't know. So, you didn't yeah. want to animate him without one on? Like, uh, so pause uh, it after that first one there. Sure, yeah. Uh, like, the... So that, that kind of is, like, I guess a family thing. Like, kids get scared of something and they jump in. Oh, sure, bed. yeah. Um, as we saw there, or heard, Bart was, like, really philosophical, which was not come to be. So there's no real development of who these people are yet. They're just people, right? Yeah, uh, Bart definitely isn't thinking of the grand meaning of life or anything like that. Uh, he doesn't really have a lot going on in his brain uh, besides, like, school and mis- being mischievous and sometimes girls. That's about it. <laughs> Lisa, yeah. Lisa's, you know, Lisa's definitely the Brainiac. Uh, but yeah, to your point, these are not fleshed out characters yet. No, not at all. So let's go to number two here. It's called uh, Watching TV and it starts watching with Bart TV. and Lisa sit on a couch watching TV. Oh yeah. And uh, they automatically start fighting. As all siblings do. Especially when we only have one TV in the house and we're fighting over what to watch. And again, these characters aren't flashed. Because uh, Lisa would never do this. Ooh, the voice there for Lisa. Yearly's voice was a lot deeper. I kind of like the animation on the TV, though. Oh, it's just like a strobing blue. Yeah. Color disco. Many a time after school, I was forced to watch Oprah. I know. Uh, the joys of being only child and already experienced this kind of argument. Oh, yeah. Oh, I kind of like that animation. With yeah, Lisa just kind of like yeah. exploded. Well, here we are. Oh, whoa, whoa. go back here to when the, the Marge and Homer join the couch. First off, the animation is just messed. Homer's head is like 10 feet tall. So listen to Walter. Listen, or, sorry, I'll say that after. Listen to Dan's voice here. As Homer. ...to know each other, exchanging ideas, stories, and laughs, snuggling up, bonding together as only a tightly knit family can. Why, we're more than a... Dad, you can stop now. Commercial's over and the show's back on. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right, that was something. That is something. Next up is Jumping Bart. Yeah. Come on, Bart. Leap into your father's arms. What Come is with on, the voice like here? Go back to the beginning of this one here. So this is jumping Bart. Come on, Bart. Leap into your father's arms. Come on, just like the old so, days. So pause it here for a second. First of all, Bart is wearing a green shirt in this episode. Yeah. Uh, and it's a little short. But this is number three. This is the third time Dan's voice has changed a bit for Homer. The good night wasn't that far off. The laugh was dead on. Watching TV, you could really hear how he was trying to go for Walter Matthau, because that's what the voice is based on. Uh, it was much deeper, much slower. I don't know what this is here in the beginning of this episode here. Bart's standing on top of a table, and yeah, and like he's about to jump, but what is this voice? This is really weird. All right, let's go. Dad, there's no way. Come on, boy. Leap. Do it. a boy. Come on, Bart. You call that a leap? Dad, why are we doing this? You've always been afraid of falling on your head ever since you were a little baby. 
I'm trying to help you overcome that fear. What a weird. You want me to jump? Because I've always been Yeah, jumpy. both of these voices are. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That's a good one, son. Always been jumpy. <laughs> what the hell is the storyline? Bart's scared really of falling dumb. on his head? My head still hurts from the last two times. They, uh, they can't get Don't it right. Homer and I want to see some Bart can't. Leap. Leap, boy. Catch. Leap like you'd never, um... Leap like you never... What's the past tense of leap? Leapt? Leaped? That doesn't sound right. Well, what do you know? Leaped and leapt. They're both right. Homer would never get a dictionary. I haven't got all day. Now leap and give it all you've got. Do I have to? Art? I'll get it. The voice that Nancy's doing for Bart. No, son, the boxing gloves have arrived. Problems. All right, so that's it. So Bart yep. just keeps jumping, and through coincidences, Homer misses. Oh, yep. Next up. is babysitting Maggie. And Bart and Lisa arguing on the couch again. And Maggie falls down Ooh. the stairs, bouncing a basketball. You hear something? Damn. Forget it. Okay, so there's a part of the rubber band universe that anything can happen, and it's not real because she just fell down a full flight of steps and survived. Is now chasing a butterfly under the roof. That's actually kind of funny. This isn't bad, actually. Though a baby falling off of a house is not. You'll hear another one if you don't shut your trap. The faces are very pointed, eh? Like they're they're. Yeah. Did you two keep an eye on Maggie? Julie's voice yeah, from Marge is just creepy. Yeah, mom. Just didn't find it yet. No. Okay, so the joke is Maggie doesn't get mm. cry when she gets hurt, but she cries when her butt hurts. Alright, so here's another one Bart and Lisa. Oh, the pacifier. It's time to grow up, you little runt. Uh, pretty early on, they decided Maggie needed to. Yeah, even though. And she's got a whole stash. Got, oh, yeah, look at that. Hundreds. Okay. That's not a bad little joke there. What? Another pacifier or a depraved little infant? We're just Maybe trying to help Maybe has been consistent you. throughout yeah, the whole series, you. even the Tracy Allman shorts. Oh. Yeah. Very much so. They steal another one. She bites Bart. Oh, the animation! Bart went full Ren and Stimpy. <laughs> and there's a rabbit in the background from. Oh yeah. Quick, the hot sauce. The kitchen is all yellow. Simpsons. Obviously, somebody never saw hot sauce because, oh, I guess hot sauce could be yellow, but the, every one time something crazy happens, the characters go full Ren and Stimpy. And Maggie likes the hot sauce. Nice on this direction. Okay. You can have your dumb pacifier. This one's the best so far. We care. We don't need pacifiers. We're big. We watch TV. We're mature. What? For us? She's a pacifier no dealer. First one's free. Oh, they are literally get like getting high. Oh, yeah, they're getting hooked on pacifiers here. Not bad at all. All right, that one's okay. Yeah, burping contest. Again, Fort feature on Bart and Lisa. We're on episode six what now. What are you kids doing now? Oh, the voice We're is We're having a better. contest, mom. What? We're having a burp contest, mom. Well, knock it off. They're drinking a I drink do not called Pow. in this house. I love mom, but 
characters still kind of speak weird, like their overall delivery. The show must it's like go really on. slow, like they're kind of hill dealies. What did I say about burping? I said no burping. And when I say no burping, what do I mean? That's right, no burping. I know you won't disappoint me. Watch this, the burp champion of the world. I feel like it should have ended there. Burp? I mean, Bart, are you burping again? Maybe. What is it with this burping? Why? What's the thrill? It's, it's fun. Creepy. It's cruel. The animation's real creepy. It's here. vulgar. It, it's yeah, impolite. Yeah, that's going to cause some, uh, some nightmare fuel. Yeah, what I the camera shot of the Mars is down on Bart's terrifying. Uh, Bart, meet the new champ. Watch Still this. Going. Yeah, this one's kind of uh, just dragging. Uh, oh, yeah? How many times do I have to tell you kids? I absolutely forbid burping in this household. How's it going, everybody? Oops, pardon my French. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Good one, Dad. Okay, that's not a bad little misdirection. Mm -hmm. Dinner. So this is called dinner time. Marge walks into the dining room with a big Come and get bowl it. of purple stuff. Hardy and nutritious, yeah. right here. That was a fun little animation. She throws Anyone who doesn't get his or her button here pronto plate. will go without dessert. Hold it, everybody. The family eating like pigs. To say grace. That is consistent. Right. This family could use yeah. a little reverence around here. Good drink, good meat. Good God, let's eat. Hold on, all of you. There's no need to slurp your soup so loudly. She's right, you little slobs. Let's try a little dignity around here. I don't want to hear any slurping. Right, Mom? Hoagie doggy, Mom. You know, dinner shouldn't what are they be eating, in silence. This is purple. Just eat purple. This should be a time nice. for communication. That's a good idea, dear. Bart, stuff. turn on the TV. On tonight's news, bus plunge kills 43. Freak roller coaster accident decapitates. That's it. Watch this okay. ugly face. Right. That's nothing. Faces. Check Again, it just starts out. with Bart and Lisa doing uh, stuff and they're just making faces. Yep. Wait. Go back. That's Did Maggie say a word? Check this. Uh, I think she just made a baby noise. Okay, so Lisa goes. Oh, it was. Yeah, was like, That's nothing, man. Check this. Are you kids making ugly faces? This is exactly Maybe. the same as Burping Contest. Well, you know, like the animation. Uh, if you keep making yep. those faces, same. you'll freeze that way. Marge just keeps coming in the stuck with a horrible face forever. Do you think Mom was telling the truth? Mom wouldn't lie. Watch this scary face. How would oh, Marge yeah. know they're making That's scary faces scary. from a different... Yeah, you can oh, yeah. hear That's somebody making scary, scary faces. Doesn't make any sense. I guess oh, if your yeah. face That's is like not... elastic. Ah, oh, wow. Scary! Right. That was scary animation. I call this face the Howler Monkey. It should have ended there. With Marge coming in and doing... I call this face Dad. Alright. I told you, if you kept making those horrible faces, they'd freeze that way. And now they have. They have? Our faces are frozen? Yes, they are. Go look in the mirror and see for yourselves. 
children? That didn't make any sense. That made no Very sense at all. That was ridiculous. I think, you'd better I, think sit I got down. dumber watching that one. Down! Children, this is the your funeral. elderly Uncle Hubert has passed away. Apparently I had an Uncle Hubert. Do you have any questions? Yeah. What does passed away mean? You know, kick the bucket, pull the croak chain, had a meeting with old Mr. Grimm. The fart! The dude died. Oh, this is the actually a few more. Yeah, this took some work. Boy, I never seen a dead body before. I bet his skin will be all green and clammy and stuff. It'll be just like a zombie movie only. That does sound like some part That's true. This is some. Maybe this is like Unky Herb and he came back to life. Passes out. Oh man, this is so slow. Steady, boys. Easy there. Whoa, little to the left. Bart's directing traffic of You children are very naughty today. What did Lisa do? She didn't march. Uh, Maggie and Lisa didn't do anything. Oh. Again, March. This is absolutely the last funeral we ever take you kids to. What the hell was that? These don't make any sense. I don't know. Okay, Maggie's brain last episode. Again, starts with Bart and Lisa looking at Maggie in the crib. This little piggy went to market. This little piggy stayed home. This little piggy had roast beef. Be careful, pull off her baby legs. This little piggy Actually, I'm pretty sure the Tracy Ullman short with Maggie on the tree. Yeah, I think there's a reference to that in one of the early video games. Body language is saying game's over. Is yeah. it not Look one when you're Maggie and you're flying on like tree branches or something? Gooba gooba gaba. You're yeah, a I feel like sister. I played that. Gooba gaba gooba gaba. One of us, one of us. Just think, Maggie. Someday, if you're lucky, you'll grow up to be just like us. If you're lucky? Do you think a little baby could possibly imagine what its future is going to be like? I wonder if it has the any hopes or like dreams or fantasies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. What is this? Maggie's dream of tickling part of Maggie's feet. All right. Hey, you know, um, humble beginning. How much it loves us. I guess we'll never That's know. Gotta start somewhere. You do, I guess, have to start somewhere, but, like, many of those didn't make any sense. Like, the overall... Like the ending to the making faces, Marge tells the kids their faces froze and they go to the mirror, but they see their regular faces and then they get scared. Is it supposed to be that like they're scared of them? That didn't make any sense. That was that was dumb. Um, yeah. Quick uh, thoughts on those. Just is it really humble beginnings? Yeah. Like you um, I think it's really easy to be hard on the Tracy Ullman shorts because you know I, they probably had like no funding. Um, yeah, very little. They were they really figuring stuff out and getting a feel for the characters and stuff. Like you said, this was kind of like just kind of whipped together. Um, wasn't necessarily what Matt Groening wanted to do. Uh, this was just an idea he had in place for what he really wanted to do was, were the rabbits. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. And it kind of is like, all right, well, what are we going to do? Well, Remember, it seems like it was just based off of Matt's life and maybe some other writers who had yeah. uh, altercations and stuff like what they did with their sibling growing up. And because most of them are just Bart and Lisa, they're they're the stars here. 
it's all pretty much Bart and Lisa, kind of Homer, Marge's, and Maggie too, actually. Maggie has quite a lot of screen time here. And Marge is just the, kind of like the crackdown mom who uh, takes away all their fun that they want to have. I'm curious if these get better. Yeah, so it we'll have to wait. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, we'll find out at the end of season two if uh, episodes 11 through 20 or the short, whatever the hell you want to call them, shorts 11 through 20 uh, do yeah. end up getting uh, better. But that was an interesting experience. I'd never seen a lot of those uh, before. So that was. Oh, those were those were something. <laughs> yeah, that's that's saying something. Shall we move on to our uh, awards? Yeah, our awards, yeah. Yeah, I think so too. It's the uh, fourth annual Simpsons episode by episode awards here uh, with Nick Konarowski and Shane Lynch. We're both actually, you can't see us right now, but we are both uh, dressed to the nines, looking fine uh, for these five, actually I guess it's technically six dignified awards um, that we are going to hand out uh, this is uh, all based on the, the 13 episodes um, in season one of The Simpsons. So first off, we have the Mojo Award for the best one-off character. I named it the Mojo Award because I think Mojo might be my favorite one-off character. Um, and uh, here are our three nominees. Uh, we ha- we don't we don't know who each other is going to vote for yet, but these are the, the the final the final three. But we are going to 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 give a vote. So here are our nominees. We have a deal. Um, from Crepes of Wrath. We have César and Ugolin, the Frenchman, also from Crepes of Wrath. And then we have uh, Jacques from Life on the Fast Lane. I do know Jacques does appear very briefly as part of the Home Wreckers uh, bowling team. But he doesn't have any lines or anything, so I'm going to count right. him as a one-off um, for now. So Shane, uh, who is your Mojo Award winner for season one? I would say Jacques, because he stole that episode. That episode, I know, it was supposed to be a Marge kind of story uh, or character building episode, but that was all Jacques. Like that whole episode was entertaining because of him. So my vote goes to him. And Shane, uh, he has voted for uh, Jacques and I'm going to make it official. Jacques gets the Mojo Award for the uh, season one. I totally agree with you on that. Uh, Cesar and Ugolin were pretty good, um, but you're right. Jacques had the most, some of the most memorable moments of season one. Uh, Albert Brooks with a fantastic performance as Jacques. And he, he really did. He really made that episode. Um, I thought he was in it a lot more than he actually was. It turns out, no, he was in it for a very short amount of time, but uh, made it very funny. Uh, congratulations, Albert Brooks. Uh, I know you're listening. Uh, RIP Albert Brooks. I don't know if he's actually dead, but I, I should probably look that up. Keep saying um, RIP to everybody. You know? hey, it, yeah. hey, at least if, if, if they are dead, then we're covered. That's true. Um, yeah, allegedly. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the Jeff Dunham Award for Best Gag. Um, I've named this the Jeff Dunham Award because uh, Jeff Dunham should be credited for his um, perseverance and continued gag making. Because, uh, first of all, he's playing with puppets. And if you play with puppets, you're a diddler. That's just automatic. You can't fight that. Um, mm-hmm. you, you're a ventriloquist. You're a diddler. Uh, so he's playing with puppets. And he's been making the same ass jokes for like two decades and people still go see him somehow. It's like the Dave Matthews band with music. I don't know anybody who listens to them. True. I don't know anybody who goes to their concerts. Same with Jeff Dunham. He just keeps putting it seen out there. Jeff Dunham live? I've seen parts of his uh, routine and it's horrible. I've, I've been to one of his you shows have. live. Yeah, live. Uh, Any good? He spent the first 
I want to say almost hour of the show doing stand up. He didn't have the puppets. Uh, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, okay, dude, I came here to see your hand up a puppet's butt and then you ventriloquist away. Like, what is this? He was like making jokes about his divorce and how he's dating like some 23 year old or something and marrying. Oh, so her. yeah, he's, he's, so he's still kind of. He, he was trying to be a stand up comedian and he was terrible. So yeah, he was. Uh, he didn't have the puppets too, but he was still kind of in his diddling ways. So um, he did eventually get the puppets out, by the way. That's yeah, when so the show he, did get better. He um, went from unfunny part-time diddler talking about dating a young girl to full-time diddler playing with puppets. So, uh, you know, shout out to Jeff because he's been garbage for years, but he still keeps trying to put out uh, the best gags. So in honor of him. He's um, not totally bad. Like, no, I don't want this whole podcast to be about Jeff Dunn. But, no, uh, Jeff Dunn sucks. He's, okay, we're moving on. <laughs> so, we have our three nominees uh, of uh, episode one because these are the ones that you and I uh, were unanimous on as our favorite gags from uh, the episode. Or Sorry, there's four of them. Uh, from Homer's Odyssey, Homer carrying the boulder uh, when he's going to uh, end his life, but he finds out after carrying that huge boulder for like miles, there was one right next to the bridge. Um, then we have the rabbit that goes flying in uh, Call of the Simpsons that goes a thousand yards and makes that awesome sound. Uh, Life on the Fast Lane, Jacques' brunch line, which I use probably about once a month. And uh, Krusty gets busted when uh, Krusty angrily punches out Sideshow Bob in a little quick, little quick burst. Shane, who's uh, your Jeff Dunham award for season one going to? It was a toss up between Krusty punching Sideshow Bob and the rabbit. Um, for me, those are really two well-timed yep. gags. Yep. Um, I'm going to have to go with the rabbit. And I am as well. We're going to make it uh, unanimous. The really rabbit. funny. It's the timing of it, right? Like you just mentioned you can have a really good funny thing to say, but if the timing doesn't line up um, and sometimes even the sound effect doesn't light up because the sound effect, when it goes, the thud sound that it makes after yes. it flies a thousand yards or so, everything comes that it together. went a long distance. Yeah. And the, and what makes it almost that much better too, is the way that Homer and Bart just casually move on from it. Like they just saw this thing. Homer failed. It flew yeah. like 5,000 feet and, and they're, they're done. He's like, oh, okay, that didn't work. And so the fact that he doesn't really care, and that kind of misdirection in itself, uh, wonderful little joke. And that's my favorite and your favorite as well, obviously, um, from season one. And so now we get to our uh, best episode award, which uh, shout out uh, to our, our, our boys and girls, everyone in, in Des Moines, Iowa, my favorite city uh, in the U.S. You get the honor of having the best episode name um, after you. So this is based on our combined uh, scores. Um and our, our end of episode ratings uh, that uh, get the nominations. So first we have a uh, call of the Simpsons. I gave it a 6.9. You gave it a 6.8 for the wrap up score. Uh, then we have Creps of wrath. I gave it a seven. You gave it a 7.6 and uh, Krusty gets busted. I gave it a 7.2 and you gave it a 7.6. Shane, who's your winner for the Des Moines, Des Moines, Iowa award for season one. Um, you know, I'm going to have to go with Call of the Simpsons. I know the rating doesn't necessarily reflect that, but I feel like it hit the most laugh out loud gags out of all the other episodes for me. So the, the greater 
that one was a little bit more of quality over quantity, you'd say? I think so, yeah. Like, obviously, it had our favorite gag, which was the rabbit gag. But on top of that, it had, like, examining Homer, you know, thinking mm-hmm, he was, mm-hmm. like, like had a lot of good gags throughout, uh, I thought. And uh, it kept my interest the whole time. Now, mind you, all those other episodes also really good. But this one, if I had to choose one, like, yeah, Call of Simpsons. How about yourself? Uh, this is the first one we're going to go a little different. I'm going to go KGB. Krusty gets busted. That's my Des Moines, Iowa winner for episode of the year. Um, the rabbit gag was great. Call of Simpsons, very good. Creps of Wrath, very good. I just, I kind of like the story a little bit more of Krusty gets busted. I like how they went outside of the family really for the first time. Uh, and they kind of fleshed out Krusty a little bit more. They had that really good montage bit of like Krusty's retrospective, <laughs> like his upbringing and yeah. stuff which also included the punch out of Sideshow Bob, the great yep, gag. Yep. Um, overall, I just thought that was the most, maybe didn't have the, the, the best gags, but I thought it was the most solid. And so that gets my um, award for season one. Now, on the flip side, the Popper Award. Pauper Award? Popper Award? I named it that because of the principal and the, the Pauper Popper, which everyone points out is the worst award. So that is our least All favorite right. episode of the season, the Pauper Award. Uh, Shane... We base again based on our scores. Uh, we have Bart the Genius. Uh, uh, I gave it a two point nine at the end. You gave it a five point eight. You were much more generous in your scoring uh, yeah. than I am. Uh, Bart the General. I gave it a two point five. You gave it a five point seven. Uh, Homer's Night Out. I gave it a two point five. You gave it a five point five. And then Some Enchanted Evening. Our lowest ratings for both. I gave it a two. You gave it a five. What do you have yeah. for that one? Some some enchanted evening is half. I would, I can go the rest of my life never watching that episode again. Uh, I'm going to agree with you on that one. I, uh, it has its its historical value, um, and kind of a neat backstory about why it was the end of the season episode. But 100% agree with you. Uh, it was butt, big stinky butt that hasn't been showered in a couple of days, kind of butt. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, swamp it was, butt. I, I, I could not. Yeah. Big, big swamp, butt. I could yeah. go my whole episode or whole uh, life without having to see that episode again. It was not funny. Um, now, mind you, that episode went through development hell, right? So it it's did. no surprise that it didn't turn out to be fantastic. That, that um, is true. That is true. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's kind of unfortunate it had to end up at the end and follow two really good episodes at the end of season one. Uh, but still, uh, you got Swamp Butt, you got Swamp Butt. That's how life works. Yeah, I didn't have a bad plot, actually. I think it was just they spent too much time on the date, right? Yeah. Although the a lobster joke was fine. Um, True. And they, they could have rewrote it in such a way that maybe there was more opportunity for uh, like physical humor or something like that. Um, I don't know. I feel like the plot was good. The writing was bad. Yes. Good. Yeah. Good idea. Not so great execution. Um, moving on to the Helen Lovejoy award for the least valuable character. I named it that cause I despise the character of Helen Lovejoy. She just is no good for anybody. Uh, can't stand her. Uh, so we don't have a lot of characters to really choose from in season one, but yeah. here are the nominees. Uh, and some of you might disagree and you're like, how can you say that? But I, uh, the th- top three are Marge, uh, Bart, and uh mr burns uh the reasoning behind the three of them mr burns isn't the guy that he um 
ends up being and he doesn't really in the episodes that he is in he doesn't really give much the plot there are two where he basically does the same thing over and over again it's like he needs homer's kind of um well more so in homer's night out where he needs homer's help with like being a ladies man which was kind of silly yeah Um, that didn't really stick there were a couple of really bad bart episodes in this bart the genius bart the general telltale head's not very good uh he's not really that funny and uh, Marge really doesn't bring a lot here in season one. Lisa gets fleshed out more. Marge, not so much. Who yeah. do you got here for this one? Uh, I'm going to go with Mr. Burns. You're going uh, with Burnsy. Yeah, I'm going to go with Burns. Um, he didn't really bring much this season at all. Uh, like, yeah. to in an argument of the other character is like, Marge... Um, you know, she would have been my second choice. Like, it was pretty much a tie between her and Burns for me, but I chose Burns. I had to choose somebody. But Bart had, you know, all those episodes centered around him. Now, mind you, they weren't good episodes, <laughs> like, for no, the most part. But uh, he played an important role this season, I thought. And he probably was one of the reasons why uh, The Simpsons picked up so much steam because, you know, he was the iconic character coming out of this season, like, period. Everyone was... Everyone loved Bart. That's right? true. I, I can't debate that because he was all over all the Simpsons merchandise and he definitely had an influence with the younger audience. Um, so yeah, so Mr. My, Burns. Not my so vote excellent. is going to go to Marge, slight edge over Burns. I kind of flip-flop between the two of them. Um, I just, I feel it like a lot of the characters really got fleshed out in uh, this season one a little bit more. Um, even Homer, to an extent. We saw multiple sides of him. Uh, Lisa became her true self, but like Marge doesn't really do a whole heck of a lot in this one. There's some kind of baffling moments like in uh, um, uh, when they go to Mr. Burns's house and she's, you know, drunk and singing. that. Yeah. Singing whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know what? Marge gets a lot better from what I recall in season two and three and what she brings to the storyline and what they're able to do with her, but they didn't really utilize her that well. I found in uh, in season one. So she gets the Helen Lovejoy uh, award in that one. And finally, we come to the grand finale, the MVC most valuable character, the Hans Molman award. Um, <laughs> Fitting. I, I named it after Hans because he has been thrown in so many odd scenarios where he just brings so much joy uh, and, and value to each scene that he's in. So my top three uh, for this one, uh, Homer, um, Krusty. Uh, I'm actually going to, break my own rule i'm gonna go four it's gonna be homer oh, crusty right. cesar and anglin and jacques uh those are the 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 top uh for this one so uh who do, who do you got for this one um i'll have to go with homer you're going with homer yeah i, I don't think you can it was between him and crusty which is oddly fitting because they were supposed to be one and the same right. um but yeah, generally, this season, if the episode isn't focused around uh, Bart, it's focused on Homer, pretty much. Like even if it, uh, like I know we got the Maggie, uh, the the Lisa episode, but every time like Marge is involved, it's supposed to be kind of her episode. It's kind of Homer's episode, and mm-hmm. Homer is always involved in everyone's plot, whether it's their supposed to be their episode or not. So yeah, Homer's like the glue that holds this whole thing together. Yes, uh, tough call here between um, 
Homer and Krusty. I'm going to go with Homer's slight edge. Uh, I really liked that they did have that Krusty episode in there because he just gave them a, like a fresh uh, area to go with toward the end of season one. Like it wasn't just Homer Bart, Homer Bart, Homer Bart, like so much of the earlier season was. But you're right. Homer is the glue that holds uh, everything together, even this early on. Um, Bart may have been the most popular, uh, but he definitely wasn't the funniest, the way that writers utilized him. That Homer had, like if we look at the um, the gag list, like Homer with the boulder, Homer uh, with the uh, rabbit. Like there's there's so many good things that revolve uh, around Homer. He only he had the one funny moment in Some Enchanted Evening with the dead lobster. So it was he he's the guy. He's the guy that holds all together. And we'll see. I'm very interested to see as we go forward if he's going to win this multiple times in a row. Like how many times are we going he to only see gets Homer better. The guy? And he exactly right. That's the thing. Like this is season one Homer, not season like five crazy antics homer right oh man are we in for a treat yeah we are in indeed and that's it that's our season one recap um we kind of ended some enchanted evening saying hey you know the seeds are planted let's see how they grow uh in season two so we uh we'll get to uh bart gets an f which is the one that leads off season two and uh we're gonna have a couple of guests and stuff coming up in season two so we're gonna be doing uh something a little different we're gonna have a little bit of a different intro and stuff too so we're gonna mix it up as well uh really looking forward to to digging into season two and watching that growth yeah and i just want to thank everyone that you know came along for the ride even if you're listening to us for the first time you know thank you for listening uh nick and myself started doing this podcast just because we love the simpsons Mm -hmm. and uh we've had a lot of fun doing it and we can't wait to keep doing it for as long as possible and uh exactly yeah Yeah, I I look forward to every time we record. Uh, Thank you, like Shane said, to everyone who has listened, who's uh, followed us at Simpsons underscore EBE and and interacted with us and voted in all our polls and gave feedback uh, on all our episodes. Uh, Give us that uh, that old subscribe on Spotify. That's always a big plus. Um, So thank you very much for for everyone who is uh, uh, listening to us. Because like you said, Shane, we just started doing this because we love The Simpsons. We thought, oh, yeah, it's a nice hobby. Yeah, yeah, it is a nice little hobby. And uh, we look forward to season two. Bart gets enough coming up next episode. Shane, surprise me. Play us out to finish off season one. Hmm. All my life, I have searched for a car that feels a certain way. Powerful like a gorilla, yet soft and yielding like a Nerf ball. Now at last, I have found it. Ladies and gentlemen, Presenting the car designed for the average man, the Homer.